This is another episode of the Brighter Web Podcast. Insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm your host, Robert Carnes, and with my co-host here, Mickey Mellon. Hey, Robert. Good morning. Good morning. So this episode of the podcast, as our listeners could probably tell from the title, is taking a look at some of the most important business metrics that everyone should be paying attention to. So it's obviously an important way to keep tabs on, on how you're doing. Data is obviously really important, but it's easy to get lost in the sea of data and metrics. So we thought we'd point out some of the most important ones and uh, important in the right direction. Important ones, but easy to measure ones too. There's certainly some important metrics that you really have to dig down to find. These are ones you can just kind of look at frequently. These are the ones that Allie and I look at pretty much every week just to see what's going on and make sure things are healthy. So. That's right. So why don't you start us off with the first one, website traffic. Yes, this is a pretty easy one. Again, we look at the website traffic for our website just every week, if not more often, just to make sure there's no red flags in there. So what do you mean by red flags? Red flag basically would be a big spike in traffic or a big drop in traffic. So spike in traffic could be a good thing. Often is a good thing. We get mentioned in the press somewhere or get a link from somewhere and get some good traffic, but it could be spam bots. And we had one of those hit most everyone earlier this year, just garbage traffic and analytics, which is annoying. And then of course, if traffic drops off precipitously, we need to figure out why that is. And that's usually not a good thing. Could be seasonal, you know, but just we want to see. We look at that traffic and make sure it's within 10% or so of what it was the last week and move on with our life. And obviously, most people keep their uh, website traffic through Google Analytics. Obviously, there's a few other tools out there that maybe not as frequently used, but the most important thing is you have a way of tracking how people are coming to the, your website and what they're doing once they get there. Exactly. And we dig deeper into that. And again, these are just given the high level metrics. There's a lot more you can look at with web traffic. We, we at least, if nothing else, just look and make sure there's nothing big that, and alarming we need to look at and we can dig into that. Uh, so the second one is engagement rates. So this is mostly when it comes to social media. Obviously, there's a lot of different ways for people to engage with you across digital platforms. But uh, a lot of people, when it comes to social, pay attention to what we call vanity metrics, things like how many followers do I have on my Facebook page? How many likes did I get on that post? But those are, those are nice and those are things that you can pay attention to because they tend to lead to engagement. But I, I would encourage people to really pay a lot more attention to more meaningful actions on your social media posts. How many people are actually clicking through to your website and generating web traffic? Yep. How many people are actually sharing a post, either retweeting it or sharing it on social media? How many people are actually commenting on a post? Because like, just clicking like or clicking follow a page is really easy and more passive. Actually taking action on something and taking the time to comment thoughtfully on a post takes more time and intentionality. And so those are the things that actually show more true engagement from your audience. And social media platforms like Facebook give you more credit for those kind of things. But really, yes. again, it's proving that what you're putting out is resonating with people if they're taking the time to click through or comment or whatever the case may be. Exactly. That is definitely the goal. So our third business metric that you need to be paying attention to is your sales pipeline. So this is something we'll talk about a good bit more in our next episode, but this is a leading indicator for us. This tells us a bit more about what's probably coming down the pipe for us. And we have... Allie and I use PipeDrive, but there's a lot of good products to help manage that pipeline. We put all the possible leads we have in there, and then we weigh each of them on the odds we'll get it, and we look at that number. Is that number healthy compared to last week, compared to last month, compared to last year, or is it not? And this tells us, like, okay, if our leads are way down right now, we're going to be hurting in six months when we're not building all those sites. So it gives us a good look into the future to know where things are going to be later before it's too late. And you mentioned Allie uh, a few times in this episode yep. already, which Allie Green, for those of you who yes, don't know, Allie catch. Green is your business partner here at 
Green Melon, our marketing agency. So I just want to make sure people knew about it. Good call. And her and I, so Allie Green, her and I go through most of these metrics every week to look at this stuff. The pipeline is something I manage, but we look at it together just to make sure like, okay, why is it a little soft now? Or is it getting too busy? We need to be careful not to overload our, our staff with work. So that can be a helpful one. And this reminds me of a marketing funnel. It I may mean, see more of a sales funnel, but it shows how your leads or your customers are progressing through a, a customer's journey, if you will. And that can, depending what your business is, they can almost be one and the same. Ours are a little bit different, but tools like Pipedrive and others can actually, you know, have automations and things tied to your marketing funnel. If they open a certain email, they move to another step in the sales pipeline and you know, really for more product and, and SaaS-based companies, but could work for anyone. That's a, a very good point. So uh, number four we'll look at is click-through rates. Yes, so obviously clicks that drive people back to your website are really important, again, to help drive that web traffic and hopefully drop them into your sales funnel. I'm thinking specifically click-through rates when it comes to email though. Obviously the two main metrics people look at are opens and then clicks. And again, I would say that opens are a little bit more of a vanity metric, right? Obviously you want people to open. They can't click through your email unless they've actually opened it. But I will say that even more recently, click rates have been a little bit skewed because of uh, a recent Apple update that... Open rates have been skewed. Correct. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Open rates have been skewed because of some of the technological stuff that Apple has done that preload certain things. And so really, I would encourage people to pay less attention to that one and more attention to actually how many people are clicking on your content. Because again, that, that shows engagement. That shows intentionality that what content you're putting out there is working. Yep. Awesome. So the next one, the fifth business metric you need to be paying attention to is your cash balance. So Mickey, tell us about that. So obviously this is just how much is in the bank. And for us, for a long time, that was one of the top metrics we looked at, but it's really a trailing indicator. It tells us how good we've done six months ago in the projects that are coming in now, which certainly is important. We want to keep cash on hand. We try to keep at least a quarter worth of expenses in there. We generally have that there just to keep things safe. but. It's very much a trailing indicator. And so we actually put more emphasis on the sales pipeline to see what's coming in the future and how we're, how we're doing. But certainly you want to keep an eye on the bank, make sure things are healthy there, make sure you don't have any problems. But that's an easy one. I think most people look at that quite a lot anyhow. So I don't think we need to spend too much time there. Right. Cash uh, is king. You need yeah, to be, exactly. actually have money in the bank before you can yeah. actually continue doing business. Exactly. Uh, number six is conversions. So conversions asks the question, what are you actually trying to get people to do? You, know, you, you want every marketing piece to actually call people to action in some way and hopefully one specific action. Things like filling out a contact form or downloading a file or buying a product. These are all things that are hopefully promoting your business, actually helping you grow in what your business is doing. And so you want every marketing piece to ultimately be leading towards some conversion. And once you can actually track those, you can actually track filling out a form or downloading that file, you can actually track something like a conversion rate that shows, okay, well, this email got a 3% conversion rate. This, this email got 3% of the people who got it to actually follow through and, and complete that action that you wanted them to. And so that way you can actually track, you know, how productive and how effective that marketing piece was. And it can be tricky to track a lot of these things, figure out good ways to track, especially on the website and stuff. But the more you can track it and track the conversions, the better you can see the whole look at your whole funnel and how, how things are performing. Absolutely, that's definitely the goal. The next piece is support tickets. So this one might not apply to your company, but in our case, we do a lot of support and maintenance for our clients. So we track both the number of tickets we get each week and our average response time. So we use a tool called Help Scout for that. So if you just have them coming into email, it's hard to measure that as much, but Help Scout gives some good metrics. And for our clients, we just run an email address through it. So if you email our support address, 
all a client has to do is just email us, but it goes to a support address, which offers other advantages we may talk about at some point. But for us, it's nice to see that number of tickets and the average response time. So in our case, we promise our clients will respond within a business day, but I can look at our response time and see that on average, we respond in like 23 minutes or whatever the number is. So it's fantastic to see that. But every week we look at it and just make sure like, why did we have so many more tickets last week? Was there a big outage somewhere? Why would we have so few? Or why was our response time slower? Or, you know, just keep an eye on that again not unlike the website traffic. We're not looking for a specific number here, just for red flag. Why did it go up a whole lot or down a whole lot? Or is it in the same range? And we're happy with that. So right. again, help scouts, the product we use there. They do a great job. There's like with to-do lists we've talked about before, there's a lot of great products that do that. And obviously we use the support language or support tickets language mm -hmm. because we're a website shop. We, we you know get people to uh, send in help desk tickets so that we can help them with their website. But I think for any business is gonna have some interaction with their customers, whether that's questions coming in through an online form or phone calls or something like that. So it's nice to be able to track those interactions that you have with your clients. For sure. And, and like you said, see how many, the, just the volume of how many of those questions you're getting, how quickly you're able to respond to them. So it doesn't directly apply to every business, but I think there's some adaptation or, or equivalency in your business to this this example. Correct. And with this whole list, some of these aren't going to apply to you at all, and that's okay. But hopefully, our idea here is that some of these will give you some ideas for things you could start tracking. So getting to the last one we have in here, ROI, return on investment. So like you mentioned with uh, conversions, it's very tricky to track, right? But that's the bad news. The good news is that this is probably one of the most valuable pieces along with conversions because it's actually it's showing you, you know, what value you're getting for your investment. You know, we put in $10,000 worth into this marketing campaign, but we got X amount of dollars worth of value out of this, either in new business or new clients. So it's, I think of it almost like the, the marketer's holy grail, right? It's one of the hardest things to actually track down and find. And we're not actually sure if it really exists <laughs> uh, truly, but if you can actually prove your return on investment, either to your boss or to your clients, it, it can really, uh, it be hugely beneficial to you. So, and, and once you're able to do that, once you're able to measure conversions and me measure the like customer lifetime value, how much you know, worth are you actually getting out of this customer or this client, it becomes a little bit easier to actually track and measure your return on investment. And you mentioned it goes back to conversions a little bit. I think without conversions, you cannot get an ROI. Sure. Like conversions, I think, are wildly more important because until you can get those tracked, then you can put a dollar figure to each one. Like, okay, we have 3% conversion rate and each conversion is worth $27. Then you can do the math on the ROI. So conversions are huge and then they lead to the ROI, which is like you said, the holy grail. So right. beautiful. So to do a quick recap on the eight business metrics that you need to be paying attention to, web traffic, number one. And number two, engagement rates, especially on social media. Number three, your sales pipeline. Four, your click-through rates, especially when it comes to email marketing. Uh, five, cash balance, how much money do you have in them? Number six, conversions, how many people are actually taking action on the thing you want them to do. Seven, support tickets or any interaction that you have with your customers or clients. And then number eight, your return on investment. Awesome, that was a great list. And again, we'll publish that whole list in our show notes so you can check it out. Absolutely. So if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. Uh, to help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.